Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 110. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. So at this point, I turn to head over to the table. Is Frank the only one at it now? Yes, he is sitting there, hands on the table, breathing. Do I even know that Lily's supposed to meet with Durian? I call Lily before I approach that table. Ding, 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 ding. No, you've reached Lily's answer. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm probably eating almost pizza. Yep, you're almost done with almost pizza. Hey, Imogen, what's up? Now Lily's in a good mood. Okay. And Imogen says, I need the ship for a while. Is there something else you can occupy your time with? Yep. All right. I can give you about five or ten minutes to clear out of there. All right. All right. And then Imogen... Goes over to, to the table where Frank is, and she tells him to come with her. Give me another leadership check. Just two purples. This is a failure with one advantage. Frank restates, I have an appointment with you here after dinner. <laughs> oh, curses. My wording has come back to haunt me. All right. So... Does this further manipulation require issuing of orders, or can I use deception, or...? You can try deception, but, like, orders is, like, the established, the official way to do it. So you are trying to get Frank the Tank to do what? Follow you somewhere more private? Yes. What Imogen wants is to be able to have this conversation on the ship, on Saffron. Yes. So that there's nobody listening in and so that she can control the environment as far as like administering terrazine and things like that yes so i i had two approaches that i was considering that was like non-leadership one would just be like browbeating essentially like more coercive orders as opposed to like up till now it was calm like all right you are gonna sit here and meet with me like all right you are gonna come do this to switch to like no back talking to me. Like, don't play your fancy word games with me, soldier. Okay. We have this appointment and you are going to come with me now. Like, so that would be a more coercive approach, if that's all right. Yes, I think that's fine. This is two purples. Oh my goodness. This has failed with four advantages. I'm sorry, ma'am. Those were your orders earlier. Rolls right over him. Yeah, just completely unfazed. That makes her think, okay, but like, helping you recover your memories, those were your orders earlier. Imogen doesn't say that out loud, but Imogen takes that as license to attempt to alter his attitude, scientifically. Ah, okay, okay. Like, normally Imogen doesn't really feel comfortable with that, but... But this is what he specifically asked for. Yes. Okay. You have two story points, by the way. Altering attitudes is... Four purples. Oh, crap. Crap, 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 crap. It was successful. Oh, but those craps, I know what those mean. Uh, Okay, but there was no red dice. There's no despairs. 
But there's three threats. Three threats? That's the magic number of bad threats. Earlier, what I was thinking was, if Hawk is the ghost, then I can be bolder with my psionic use because she's down on the planet now. But the day has gone by, and who knows if she's still down there or not. And who knows if she's even the ghost or not. That is true. She's right behind you. And what did you say to him? I psionically was adjusting his attitude to be more compliant to come with me. Out loud, I would be saying something along the lines of like, ah, very good, soldier. Like, your attention to orders is laudable. Yeah, okay. Uh, That works. Frank is definitely, you like, tell him to get up and follow. He gets up. Give me a two purple vigilance check as you two head out the door. Three successes and one threat. You head out the mess hall with Frank in tow. You look around. You're being followed. Do I take a strain also? I think you do take a strain. Who am I being followed by? It does not fit the description of Captain Hawk. Looks just like another soldier. Not anyone you recognize. Is this a person who is built like a giant marine? Or is this a person... Yes, definitely more of the marine flavor. Do they have any unit thing on them that I can recognize? Well, give me a two purple knowledge Terran check. They're definitely Terran. I have one threat, but I succeed with triumph. You succeed with triumph. Okay. I see their cloaking generator. No. (laughs) No. Uh, No. This is definitely a Marine. This is someone from Delta Squad. And this person has the like same stone disposition that Frank and all of Epsilon Squad has. Okay. You think this person has also been re-socialized? Maybe not as recently, but still in their recent past. Okay. And take another strain, or? Take another strain. Are they attempting to be sneaky about following us, or? Not particularly. It's just they suspiciously are going in all the same places we are. They're going all the same places you are. And you're like headed like to the hangar, which is not towards the barracks. You turn a corner, keep walking a little bit, they turn a corner. Is there any way to choose a stairwell and jam the door behind us? That would be an average skullduggery check. Total wash. Total wash. The door is upside down. It makes it impossible to jam it the way I normally would. It's a huge pain in the neck. There's just nothing good around to jam it with. And, like, you can see him just about to come in. You just run out of time. What do you do? Do you confront the guy? Like, if it was just me, I would, like, have options to, like, run or hide or something. But I've got this, like... Isn't it convenient, the door jam? It would be convenient for this door to fail. Yes. That's why I keep you around, Lex. (laughs) I'm one job. It's just coming up with convenient ideas. (laughs) That is very good. So hard mechanics? No good. Two advantages, but failure. Two advantages with failure. This door is stalwart. You can cover some strain if you like. I don't know if you're in a situation where you need that. Uh, It might be better if those two advantages could feed towards some other scheme here. They could feed towards a blue die towards something. As you have to like head up the stairs now or deal with this guy. Can you do like a runaround where you kind of drag him through a place and then you can lose him or something? That's a possibility, yeah. Like, you could try to pick up the pace and lose the tail. Or go through the bar or something. Is that going to be, like, an athletics check, or, like... If you're running, it will be an athletics check. Although, I think feel like stealth, almost. 
Yeah, because I like the idea of taking this like through a place that is far more crowded. I think it would be your stealth versus his vigilance. Okay, then why don't we try? I mean, stealth and athletics are the same for me. Right. Which is crap. But you get a blue die. Because the door, like, you think it's going to be stuck, and you're like, whew. You get a few, a one flight up, and then just opens. Okay, and what's his vigilance? Two purples. Success with two threats. You, several times, like, you're like you keep looking around, and you're through a more crowded area, which is more people in general are seeing you, which may be stressful. So are you banking those, or I'm taking them as strain? You're taking them as strain, but you do not see the guy anymore. It's like you enter the hangar, you look down a long hallway, you just came in, no sign of him. Okay. That was definitely enough time for like the 10 minutes that I gave Lily. Yes. So uh, we're just going to swipe over and Lily hangs up off the comm with Imogen. And then how does she clear out of there? She just says, can we go to your place? Uh, my place is kind of messy, if you can imagine it. Uh, but like, he could hear your side of the conversation too, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could at least go for a walk, I mean. Okay. Yeah, why, why, why don't we go for a walk? Okay. She's gonna lock Snowball up in her room. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Not with the plans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we Plans are really... like scribbled on a napkin. Yeah, we didn't really do much. It's like the two stick figures with guns. <laughs> she got just totally distracted. So yeah, we'll go for a walk. Uh, how much did you tell Doreen about what it is you're looking for? The adjutant? Yeah. Just that like, you're, it's looking for an adjutant that was like from before you were re-socialized, I think it was. Or... Well, in the yeah, discussion w- about Snowball, you said that you were working on this research stuff. I know she told him some stuff, but I know Lily doesn't like form like coherent, like she doesn't say things for other people to understand really. So <laughs> I don't know how much he got. Probably what she's communicated is that there's something on the adjutant that might implicate her, but she doesn't know what it is. Right. Or might get her in trouble, or she just doesn't know what's on there. Right. It's important to your past. Yeah. She had indicated that she either wanted herself to recover it or for it to be destroyed. Right. Yeah. That she just didn't want it to fall into somebody else's hands. Okay. Since she doesn't know what it is, she just wants to, like, she'd really like to know what's on it, but she'd really like other people not to know what's on it, too. Right. That makes sense. Jerry and like he, he appreciates, you know, you sharing as much as like, you know, we, we find it, you know, it's your choice, but like, if it's a dark past, I recommend just destroying it. I ran into one guy back in Core Hall, vaguely looked familiar. Apparently he was in the same gang I was. He tried to pull me back in. I just needed to cut ties with that. That's not who I am anymore, but that's, that's totally your call. She nods. So how was the almost pizza? It was good. Was it actually good or just almost good? It was fine. Lily's <laughs> not a connoisseur. She, yeah. She's like, no, it was good. Well, it's good. Should have had beer. Oh, that would have been a good idea. Do you have beer on your ship? Yeah. We should have grabbed some. <sighs> that was dumb. Let's run back and get some. Yeah. And fruit upon Imogen. <laughs> See what she's doing. Well, let's, I'll just have to come back tomorrow. Uh, we should celebrate. We shouldn't drink night before a mission. That'd be dumb. That's true. We drink the night after a mission. Yeah. She lists out the beer she has. I've got some. Kick in the face? Of course kick in the face. I have some much wiser beer. And there was some other. Do you have any Umojin stuff left? That's all whiskey? 
That's the Machoizer. Yeah. But there's also Emojin whiskey. There's definitely. Oh, I have that. Atomic Ale, and I. <laughs> oh, do you have any uh, Cold Fusion? No, but I've had it. It's uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. No, I don't have any of that. Wish I did. So uh, you get this, you know, adjutant. Do whatever you do with it. What comes? What comes after for you? Guess whatever jobs next. You gals got something lined up? Um, I think we do. Well, it's good. Oh, we do. Yeah, you totally do. You know what? She's like, yeah. I don't know if it's like a cool check or not, but I think at this point, it's not that she wants to hide it, but I think she's laid enough on him tonight. <laughs> like, he doesn't need to know the details of all the missions. He's he's already dealt admirably with Snowball. Yeah, I, I think you're good. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, you know, he's just trying to stay informed. He's like, yeah, I gotta... I gotta, you know, reconstitute the Endurians. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, now led by an officer proper. That should help out the marketing a fair bit, I think. We should work together. Do you need uh, mercenary uh, support? Probably. <laughs> We're going into business together. That's, that's that's a lot. I don't know. I don't know anything about your, your salvage. Oh, is that is that too much? Well, like, you already have a fully functioning business that works very well in your own ship. I'm a guy with a gun and some power armor, so I'm not bringing that much to the equation right now. So I don't really think that's fair for you. Guy with a gun? That seems like a lot. I mean, there's a lot of guys who don't have power armor. That's true. You handled a lot of stuff really well. Thank you, Lou. <laughs> oh, look, maybe uh, I can get a ride from you occasionally, and I, then I help you out sometimes. Tell my business it's going. Look, we've got a job coming up with your old friend Mal Ornery. That's right, your friend Mal Ornery. She didn't say much. Yeah, we just have to make it through this mission. That's right, focus on uh, this mission first. And then the beer. And then the beer. That's it. That's smart, really. So you took, you stole cars? Yeah. Did you drive them? Apparently I was good at it. A little too good. Yeah. Got, uh, got caught, I think. I was a pirate. You were a pirate? Apparently. So you stole whole ships? That's way more impressive. What did we do? <laughs> I don't know. You did gunnery. Yeah. He says, you. so you still hold ships? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, maybe it's better not to focus on that. <laughs> Been clean for four years. No desire to go back to that. You know, we got things, legitimate business. You know, for me, it worked out. You two are enjoying a nice walk. There's like a view of the stars and the planet there. Various explosions that you can see from space. Hopefully not too alarming. Probably not for us. <laughs> yeah, not a big deal. Lily's not so concerned about it. You can flash back to Imogen and Frank. Okay. And she's happy to drag him off, like, go off somewhere and make out, or, like, just kiss or whatever. Whatever whatever you want that narrative to be. Okay, then she's going to pull him into a dark corner and make out with him. All right. Because that's Lily. <laughs> but it's just like a spur-of-the-moment decision. Yeah, I'm sure it looks, there's just like we're talking, and then there's a good corner. You're over there, you literally pull him. Whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. Meanwhile, this other guy is being led up, led around. Led <laughs> to a, a dark science vessel. Ah, stab. <laughs> okay, so up into the science vessel. Yep. And I close the door to the science vessel. Your resock is standing quietly. I hand Frank one of his journals. Should I keep this, man? I want you to read this and tell me what you think of it. Let's do a few pages. Okay. And then you inject him when he's not looking. 
No, I first I want to like I I don't know how resocialization works. Like I want right. to see can I jog anything first? Like Terezin is not like going to solve all my problems. I need to see what I'm working with first. Okay. He flips through it. Like this is his handwriting. This is his journal. Like does looking at it is it completely meaningless to him or does like is there any sort of spark and I will listen in on his brain. Okay, make your roll then, and I will tell you what you hear or observe. This is reading surface level thoughts. And this is perhaps a bad idea, considering my earlier threats, but I succeed with one threat. Your one threat will be taking a wound, as you are once again overexerting yourself. Yeah, I've been doing a lot up here. You have. At first, there's just a lot of, like, I'm reading this page. <laughs> These are also words. Yeah, that's my name. That's my name. He disobeyed an order. And then, like, it turns the other page, like, that's my name. I disobeyed? There's, like, there's definitely some recognition. Okay. But like, he's he's getting a little stressed out, it looks like. Okay. He flips through, like, you told him to read it and tell him what you think. You know, like He's holding it, like, I think I disobeyed orders. Ma'am. Okay. So was this like like a small stack of notebooks or something? Yeah, it was just whatever he was able to quickly like dash off. Okay, so I hand him a second one and also tell him to read it. Okay. And while he is doing that, I am getting the med kit set up and getting like the respirators. Like when I did this to Lily, I had medicine checks to like to help her with like the terazine recovery type thing and like yes. to clear her lungs out afterwards. Yes. And so I'm getting all of those things like set up and ready. Okay. You can make your medicine check. I will say it is average. However, you had that despair from earlier. So that upgrades it and I'll spend a story point. So there'll be two reds. This is the despair that it's low grade terazine. Uh, that there's something wrong with it. Impure. It's been like tainted. Yeah. Impure. Okay. And you are also spending a story point? I'm also spending a story point because I had all of them. And the med kit is giving me an advantage. Giving you an advantage. Are the respirators contributing in any way? Oh, you're using that to help? Yeah, you can get a blue die. I'll also give you a blue die because he's fully compliant. Okay, so we have three successes. Okay, that is very good. Uh, like, while you're preparing it, you detect, like, there's something, like, stuck in the, the syringe a little bit. You squeeze that out. No, no air bubbles, please. Yeah, yeah, it was something relatively simple like that. Uh, and you administer. He needs to make a resilience check. Okay, he fails his resilience check with a complete wash. Uh, but you do give him the terazine. Uh, like, he collapses. He's holding the journal. It's like, I disobeyed it. I did it. Oh, God. He has, like, a mental breakdown. Why did I do those things? Why, why am I such a bad person? I'm going to try another mental adjustment. Okay. <sighs> Things I thought I'd never do. This feels a little bit like Spearman. Oh, yeah. So as far as what I am trying to do, I had a look into his mind when he was in the jail cell. Yes. And I have read those journals also. And so what I'm trying to do is I am trying to nudge his current mental view of what he did to how he felt about it before. Okay. It's like the image in therapy for resocialized youth. Yeah. And I'm a natural science, so I'm going to use that now. Good thinking. There's a lot of empty dice here. However, it is a success. No threats? 
No threats. All right, that's also good. Uh, okay, you are trying to put him back in the same frame of mind. Yeah, like, I don't want it to be so as blasé as, no, you're a good person. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. I mean, that's not the frame of mind he was in then, too. Right, but, like, how did you feel about the decision? Why did you make the decision to do it? Right. It wasn't because you were a bad person. It was because you felt like you had a right to know. Right. And so I'm trying to do what I can to restore him to who he was. Okay, okay. He, his mind is slightly adjusted to... Like, you had a right to know, you were just doing, you were doing your duty, you didn't know what was going to be on there. I think he is still broken, but he's, like, slightly calmer, but still, like, just very confused. Like, oh, I disobeyed orders, but, like, that was the, doing the following general orders, I had to find out. He was doing a bad thing, but I did a bad thing, too. Oh, what's the right thing? He actually looks up at you. And Imogen says, you can't look to other people to tell you what the right thing is. You have to decide that for yourself. Which I know is not what he wanted to hear, but... Right, right. No, no, no. That, that's good. <laughs> Do you want... Don't take orders from me <laughs> to be a leadership check? I'm not sure what <laughs> sort of... It's not really charm, but... No, I think that is a leadership check. Like, telling a soldier, like, you, like, you have to take responsibility and decide what you want to do with this. Be empowered. Yeah. Two purples. Uh, but he's compliant, so you get a blue die. Because you shifted his attitude earlier. Okay. It is successful with three threats. Is this strain on me? Is this bad stuff for him? I think this is strain on you. And he's like, ah, form my own. Like, this is like, that's very counter to the conditioning he's very strongly received. But he's also got this old him kind of in there with all the terrazine flooding his brain. Uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make it right. I gotta, I gotta make it right. I did a bad thing. They did a bad thing. I gotta, I gotta make that right. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell someone. Imogen says, you already told me. I already told you. You look familiar. What, uh, what did, no, no, I can't just tell someone I have to do something about it. I have to stop Captain Hawk. We can do that. What, 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 how, how, how can we stop them? We can find it. We can get it back. Right. Right. You'd find it. Find it again. It should be... She She didn't move it. She just... She took it. She took it for herself. We can find it. Was it trapped in some way that it couldn't be moved? It was... Yes. It was under stuff. I was able to listen, but not... I, I activated it on accident. Would you be able to find it again? Maybe. I don't know. It's hazy. A lot of things. Oh, man. That was an incredible headache, man. Water. You should hydrate. Water. Do you have any beer? You should drink water. Do you have any beer? <sighs> Terrazine and beer? He fails a coercion check. You just, just, just give me your beer. I just need a <laughs> beer. I need to calm down. I'm sure we have beer that's basically water. It isn't much wiser, basically water. Yeah, that's what, what? Lauren was That is a emojin beer. It is a craft beverage that you swill drinkers can't appreciate. <laughs> you have it with avocado toast yeah but only if it's multi-grain bread imogen relents and she gets him watered down beer oh oh god right we gotta we gotta stop captain hawk before she can get it out who knows, who knows what so i i picture like he's on the ground with his knees kind of like pulled up to his chest the small fridge is nearby occasionally there's like a, a sound from 
Lily's room as Snowball is uh, enjoying whatever snack she bargained him with. Yep. So Imogen is, is crouched down next to Frank and she says, I have a plan to, to do something about this, but we have to be careful and we don't want to tip our hands too early. He is looking around like wild eyed. Right. Can't, can't trust anyone. Don't trust anyone. You can trust me. Can I? Who are you? My name is Imogen. You don't sound Dominion. I'm not. Does that mean I can trust you or I shouldn't trust you? He's like, I need paper. Give me paper. Paper. And a pencil or a pen or, or blood. 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 Blood would look fine. Uh, she gives him... Do you have a knife? A random, random notebook from the science shelves and something to write with. Okay, he starts like scribbling, like drawing. That's fair. I mean, he filled up piles of journals with stuff when he was preparing to be resocked. So yep. she lets him do whatever he needs to do, but she continues to observe him. Okay. Yeah. He scribbles around. Oftentimes he'll like stop, like look around as though he like heard something and there's no noise that you can hear. He'll just stop and put it down, like fold the whole thing, like hide it under a desk briefly, wait and pull it out and continue scribbling. Imogen's like, crap, how much of this is from resocialization? And how much of this is from stupid terrazine? You're not sure. It's it's a vicious cocktail. And you've, like, adjusted his mental state as well. Uh, so there's, just, there's a lot of competing priorities going on in his head. What he is scribbling, you think he's drawing a person at first. And then you realize, like, he's scribbling this adjutant. And it's like he's scribbling the scene of, like, it in a pile of rubble. Is he a good artist? It's actually relatively high fidelity, but it's not being put together like, okay, I'm going to draw the adjutant, then I'm going to draw the rubble. It's like, he works on this line over here for a little bit, and then he's on this line over here for a little bit. Like, you can't see really what it is until he's almost done. Okay. Like, it just looks like an incomprehensible pile of lines, and then suddenly, ten more lines of, oh, okay, now I see what you were getting at. Extremely haphazard. But he does get there eventually. Like, this, 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 this is her. This is how we find. This is what she said. He said, Nick said, but her, she said it, but now Hawk has it, she has it. Uh, he's still very, very agitated. What do you do with him as your, you know, your 15 minutes or so, or, or however long, who knows? Um, like, do you try to keep him here tonight? Or? Well, the thing is, like, Imogen wasn't sure how unstable he would be after this. And now that she's seen what's become of him and observed him she doesn't think that she can release him back into the wild like this. Like he doesn't seem stable enough to feign how he was behaving before. Right. And so now Imogen is left with the, how long before he's missed. We can't just like, Imogen doesn't know, like are soldiers supposed to check into their barracks every night when they're on a station like this? Make like an easy knowledge Terran check. Let me take a black die for being a foreigner. That's no concept of military discipline. Ignorant Imogen. I succeed with triumph and a threat. You take a strain. You told him in front of all his other associates, like, oh, I need you for an appointment after dinner. But, like, he would definitely have to check in in five minutes in the barracks. Oh, okay. Like, he's, he's going to have a very regimented schedule. But you have a triumph. I'll definitely give you an upgrade on whatever check you need to... Either convince him to go back, or if you're going to, like, try to call his commander or something. Okay. I think I want his commanding officer's information. Yeah, you, like, ask 
Uh, Frank, he rattles off two names. And he's, he seems, like, confused about who. He's like, no, it's uh, Melissa Silverstein. You're like, no, it's Sylvia Malvern. Okay. Were either of those names mentioned in the journals anywhere? Yes. One of them, the first one was. Then I call the one that isn't mentioned in the journals. A excellent deduction. I spent the night studying those journals for a reason. You did. You did. Uh, so you call Sylvia Malvern. That was definitely her name. <laughs> okay. Corporal. Corporal Malvern. This is Corporal Malvern. Who am I speaking with? This is Imogen Oendorfer. Imogen Oendorfer, you are not one of my uh, soldiers, nor in my immediate chain of command. Why are you calling me? And I want to make a charm check. Okay. And the gist of the charm check is that one of the men under her command, you know, you told me his, I got him to tell me his full name was Frankincense, but I don't have a last name for him. Uh, His last name is Tankard. Ah, hence Frank the Tank. People all thought it was because of his prowess on the battlefield. So I... I tell her that I'm calling because one of the men under her command, a certain private tankard, has been extremely helpful to the UNN mission in in assisting us with something or other, but our activity is still ongoing and he's not going to make it back to the barracks in time for the check. Okay. Do you feel like this is more charm than deception? Okay. I see what you're saying. I was thinking it was charm because I'm like trying to smooth things over for him, but but you're right. There's... There's information you're definitely obfuscating. You're right. Okay, deception. I think that is a red and a purple and a black because you're outside her her chain of command and that's who she typically responds to. But did you have a triumph earlier or something? She does have that to spend. Yeah. Okay, so it is deception, but it is deception flavored in the direction of your person is so helpful. It's wonderful. Right. And what we have here is two threats, but success with triumph. Success with triumph. Okay. Private Tanker, very helpful on a special mission. I was not aware of this mission. I'll have to make sure he gets a particular accolade we might have to put him in for uh, private first class at the appropriate time. When will he be able to report? Ma'am. Can I use my triumph to say, like, tomorrow? Do you want to say that, like, oh, I need him tomorrow morning still, or? I don't want him to go back to the barracks tonight is the thing. Right. Like, I want to say, essentially, I need him through tomorrow evening. You need him through tomorrow evening. Okay. You have the triumph. I think you can spend the triumph to say that. Yes. Okay. And the uh, corporal on the other side is like, tomorrow evening, ma'am, we'll miss him in the PT line. I just need you to make sure he gets sufficient PT completed, and then I'll be able to mark him off. And then tomorrow evening at dinner on the assault platform, I'll expect him back in the mess hall, ma'am. All right. And I, like, you know, ask how many push-ups he's supposed to do and blah, blah, blah. For a man of his age and recent resocialization, he needs to do, you know, like, he needs to do like 80 push-ups in 60 seconds. Oh, this is actually interesting. Uh, recent resocialization, you say, any anything else I need to make sure that he does or does not do? Oh, she just says like... And then I'll have him do the exact opposite. Yes. Uh, she more just says like, if he gives you uh, any signs of trouble at all, make sure to report him back to the resocialization care center. They can make sure to redo it. Sometimes it doesn't take very well. And uh, on rare occasion, there are adverse reactions. All right. To include raving like a lunatic. Uh, she, she's like starts spouting off various things. It seems like propaganda, like many ways to restate the same thing. Right, right. And if the resoc 
doesn't take, then they're just going to redo it, is what it seems. All right. Then I get off the comm and I tell Frank that I got him a pass for the night. He is quieted down somewhat. He's got this picture that he's drawn. But you've got to stay here. Is it safe here? This is the only safe place. How do I know it's safe? Because we have a Zerg spy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there's no command structure here. The command is what keeps you safe, right? But the command is... The, the, the Captain Hoff broke the structure, but... The command's what did this to you. But the command is also what protects me. They're not protecting you very well right now. So he still seems... Make give me a charm check. Two purples and a black. Just to calm him down. I fail. I have two advantages. Okay. He's just not going to sleep well. That's fair. As he's unable to feel safe. Yeah. You know what? I have to take the responsibility for myself. I'm just going to stay stay up, stay right here. He's like in the main room, kind of backed up against the wall. Keeps watch. Yep. Uh, and I think about that time, probably. Does he stay, like, seated? Or is he, like, standing, trying to be, like, keep himself awake and things like that? He's, tr- he's standing, trying to keep himself awake. I mean, he's not tired right now. He will be later. Right, right. But he's standing, still eyes very, like, wide open, but not not as much, like, seemingly hallucinating, because it's been probably another 30 minutes or so. Imogen stays in the central cabin-type space, like, sitting on a crate, monitoring him. I mean, she administered drugs to him. Yep, yep. And who knows what they did to him yesterday, so she's keeping an eye on him. Yeah, he's about as calm as you can hope for. Uh, just, like, alert, looking around. Sometimes you do hear, like, random creaks and such not. He's very keen on those. Or he hears, like, a weird sucking sound from the other room. <laughs> He's not sure about that, but it's a safe place. Uh, and I think about then, Lily and Durian meander on back. You know, it's been, like, 45 minutes, so that's probably a plenty of time. Yeah. You open the door and there's Imogen and some guy. Lily looks at Imogen and is like, do you need more time? Oh, hey, Imogen. Oh, hey. Oh, sorry. He's like, is that another Zerg? <laughs> is, is that your Zerg? Is that Snowball? <laughs> you know what? I look at Imogen. Snowball? Because <laughs> he's looking around. Yeah. Wide-eyed and uh, alarmed. I'll tell you what. I'll spend a story point that Doreen is here and sees this. Imogen steps over towards the door and says to Lily, Frank's here related to the thing that we're going to do for Kate. And Imogen says this in this manner because Durian was not part of that discussion about the adjutant with things that are like anti-Mensk on it. Right. This uh, sounds like a two purple streetwise check. Durian's pretty naive because he lost all his streetwise skills in the resocialization. I succeed. I succeed mm-hmm. and I push my braid back in order. It's been a while since I ended an encounter. It has. I think Durian like just, you know, Wishes you a good night. He's got a... This is, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow. All right, I'll lay another kiss on him and then... Imogen gets to see all this. What? What? Because Lily really likes to kiss Durian, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. He returns the, the favor. And she says, the plan was tomorrow, so I'll see you tomorrow. Yes. Ship out 7 a.m. Yep. He heads off. Okay. Close the door. And I say... Heading out at 7 a.m.? 
Maybe this is the point where Lily realizes she didn't tell Imogen. <laughs> that we have two different missions. <laughs> oh, didn't I tell you? We're going to go down to the planet tomorrow at 7. Darian's coming. Yeah. I thought you didn't want him to know about the adjutant. He knows about the adjutant. <laughs> and what does Mr. Pro-Dominion think of it? He's going to help. That's right. There's two adjutants in this equation. <laughs> right. This is the double date part. Yeah. Where I think we're talking about the adjutant with the Minsk wants the sector to burn, and she thinks we're talking about the other one. Um, yeah, I totally forgot about the other one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so but that's what Imogen thinks you're talking about. So she's like, wow, okay. Well, I guess you two are pretty close now then. <laughs> she just smiles. <laughs> and then Imogen kind of like turns a little, like glances over her shoulder to kind of like check on Frank. And then she says, Frank's the one who found it. The one I was telling you and Kate about last night. He found it? Hey, I, I told you I heard the recording. Oh, crap. Well, what was on it? What'd I say? <laughs> and, and Imogen, uh, let's see. Let me make sure I have the... It's a recording of what? Of Mensk ordering... Ordering the abandonment of uh, Sarah Kerrigan and her regiment and admitting to sending the Zerg. And admitting to setting the Zerg on Tartulness. Yeah. Oh, that one. That adjutant. <laughs> oh. Forgot about that one. No, Durian doesn't know about that one. What adjutant does he know about then? Mine. Uh... That adjutant. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing us collecting all these adjutants and then having a creepy doll scenario on the ship. <laughs> oh, okay. So Durian's helping you look for that one. Yeah. Well, good news. They're both in almost the same place. The one that Frank found is in a train a little ways up the tracks. And it's stuck under a landslide of stuff. But I, it sounds like it's probably under guard by Captain Hawk's folks. Okay. This would be easy to accomplish both things at the same time, except for the fact that Durian's not going to be on board with us. I don't know that's true. You think Darian would be willing to, to do an action against Dominion troops? Or that it could be framed in a way that would make it more palatable to him? Big shrug. <laughs> yeah, Lily shrugs. I mean, you just take the same ride and you each do your own thing. I told him about Snowball. Oh. Oh, well, if he's okay with your pet. <laughs> he thinks we should let him loose on when we get down planet side. I mean, that's what we did before. I mean, it's worth a try, I guess. See if... Snowball will come back. Probably. He always does. He knows where his his candy is stored. Yeah. He took it pretty well. All right, well... <laughs> he comes in tomorrow, I'm really nervous. I'm like, there's something else during it. <laughs> it's like every day I'm like, by the way, I think he's cool, says Lily. I think he'll be cool. Okay. Well, I have more things than just this, though. Frank's kind of unstable right now. I'm fine. I see everything. Who are you? Where did you come from? Unstable? Did he hurt you? No, 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 no. Imogen uh, hems and haws for a little bit and then decides she might as well just come right out and say things bluntly. He was put through resocialization processing last night. You see a fresh tattoo 
his lower neck. Do I have any memories of what I was like when I came out, or is that like a blur, or...? Well, that's mostly a blur. You can attempt a four purple discipline check. Well, why not use a story point and make it pretend like I have discipline? (laughs) (laughs) One failure and two threats. I'm going to crack my neck. Okay, you cancel out some of the strain. Yeah. It's very much a haze. Like, you feel like your memories only start vaguely. I think I'll, like, just nod because I don't remember anything. I can't really help. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about my tattoos, so. (laughs) So it's it's fine. (laughs) And it's Imogen, so. Yeah. Um, so, so Imogen then goes on to say, and I've taken some steps towards trying to undo it. So, yeah, it's going huh. real well. She says it's going real well, but in a kind of, no, it's not kind of way. Not as well as she would have hoped. But then again, it's her first try unresocializing somebody. How does he look? He just looks amped. No, he looks, like, anxious. He is looking around. Every noise causes a jitter. Occasionally there's mumbling. All right. Lily's going to go to the fridge and get him a beer, and she's going to have a beer. That's how she treats this stuff. Yeah. Uh, He cautiously, like, snaps the beer out of your hand. I just hand it to him, and I'm just like, I'm Lily. I think I'm Frank. I think I'm Frankincense. I have to stop Captain Hawk. Whatever she she can't have she can't she can't be trusted she just she does bad things, but I I I do bad things sometimes too. Lily just nods. Yeah, we all do. I think it's probably good. That's how we get resocialized, but she doesn't say that. <laughs> yep. Actually, I'm trying to think what Durian told her, and I think she's just going to repeat that. He said something about you must have just been too good at what you were doing or something. It's very possible. He's like the most supportive person she's ever met. <laughs> but yeah. Then maybe she'll just say that. It doesn't matter who you were. It's who you are now. She'll just basically repeat what Imogen and Durian told her because that's how she learns her social skills. Yeah. But he's having a rough time, so he's just going to have a beer and he can just keep. Yep. I think he's just not getting any sleep tonight. So I think we can close out that day in the game. I don't think that Imogen is going to let him stay up alone, though. Okay. One, there's like, I don't want him leaving the ship. Two, I did drug him. If there's going to be a worse medical reaction, I want to be able to treat it. So she's not going to get... I don't know what you want to do regarding, like, people staying up all night. You are not going to recover your wound, and you will just get to roll cool discipline to see what strain you recover. Okay. And make an average resilience check. And that'll determine, like, if you're really zonked out for the next day, or yeah, and Lily's going to be like, you good? Because then if you give her any indication you are, she'll just go to bed. Yeah, Imogen dismisses you. <laughs> Hi, we're fine. All right, you asked for an average resilience check, yep. and I have a failure with one advantage. Does that mean a black dyed everything I do, or...? Until you get some treatment, and like, it effectively, that happens in the morning. But you do get one more strain back. Yes, you will have a black dye until you can get some like high-grade caffeine or something else or a triumph on something. Okay. You stay up essentially all night because Frank does not... Guy barely blinks. You do eventually get him to drink some water. Good. Cool. Does he get any sort of resilience check? Yes, he made his resilience check. Okay. 
but he has to be brought. So. so they call him Frank the Tank for multiple reasons. This is true. Because he wants to drink beer, because he's apparently a good soldier. He looks like, uh, you know, bald Will Ferrell, we decided. I don't know. What? Frank the Tank is a character from the movie Old School, which I'm pretty sure that's the Will Ferrell character. Wow. I had no idea. I feel like you've just destroyed this for me. I'm very sorry. <laughs> All I took was the name, nothing else. The scene would be entirely different if I had known I was talking to Will Ferrell the whole time. <laughs> Well, he's tall, though, right? He's tall. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to pretend I was talking with uh, Vin Diesel. He's tall and bald <laughs> also. Yeah, no, you're right. I think Vin Diesel makes way more sense. All right, so Lily and Durian walk in on Imogen talking to a really jacked hot guy. <laughs> Not Will Ferrell, who's bald now. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time... This is Dicey Stories, reminding you, don't be dumb.